Okay, hello again, everybody. The Common Sense American is here. And before I get started, let me just send a little message to uh, any of the Democrats and liberals out there who chance to, to uh, stumble upon my tweets or, or other posts I make elsewhere. Um, thing is, if you don't listen to my podcasts, you're not allowed to talk. All right. If, if you're basing your responses off the title of a podcast and you didn't listen to a word, which is obvious that you didn't based on your obscenely ignorant replies, then shut up. I, I'm all for perfectly civil uh, discussion and argument, but you've proven you're incapable of that anyway. I did a test a few weeks ago. I just said, look, here are some of the issues that face this country if you're capable of defending your stance, which I find insane, but if you're capable of defending it in an intelligent uh, and, you know, civil manner, I'm perfectly willing to listen. None of you did it. Uh, no big surprise there. This is sort of like reaction to a headline without reading the article, which so many people are guilty of doing these days. Um, so that's my thing. If you have a problem with what I say, that that's fine, but you're not listening to it, so why should I be even giving you the dignity of a response? You didn't give me the dignity and respect to actually listen to what I had to say, you just reacted to a title of a podcast. And by the way, that title is there sometimes for a little bit of effect. You know, I try to get it, you know, get people interested just based on the title, just like a headline would do. It may not be as extreme as you think. In fact, I am not an extremist. I never have been. I condemn it on all sides. So maybe you, it would benefit you to listen. But chances are you won't, and that's fine. Either way, don't direct your hostility and hate at me unless you've actually listened to what I've had to say. I figure that's common sense, but then again, we're talking about the left here. Okay, so moving on. The Behind closed doors impeachment thing for Democrats is, is certainly gnawing at me and gnawing at a lot of Americans. There isn't much to say about it besides the fact that I think it's wrong. Uh, it shouldn't even be allowed. And no formal impeachment query should be able to come from that. Uh, I'll just leave it there. But I want to focus on 2020 and the election that's coming, obviously, and what we have to do as... Americans and patriots and concerned citizens to keep this country out of Democrat hands. We've seen what that does. We see it in even on smaller scales. We've seen it in towns and cities. And what happens when these people get in charge and everything goes to hell? The stats are obvious. It's clear. Don't let these people in control. Now, I am an independent. I've always been an independent. I probably always will be. I've said many times before that I am somewhat of a bizarre hybrid of conservatism and libertarianism. Uh, either way, uh, no matter how I describe myself, I know I am the polar opposite of the completely deranged liberal and very much also on the opposite end of the spectrum from Democrats who have just become more and more extreme as time goes on and more and more insane. And that is the reason why we cannot let these people back in power. Now, there is one thing that we really are going to have to do come 2020. We're going to have to be vigilant about this. Now, it's easy for me to say, okay, we all have to vote. Yes, well, we all know we have to vote. I'm not going to build my entire podcast around go vote. We know that, and it is something we should do, um, and we absolutely should do it. We need to prepare to do it. But we need to go beyond that, especially leading up to the election, especially during 2020. 
you know, leading up to the time where we start counting ballots. What we need to do, I think, and it's not just unite, it's not just come together, it's not just all of that. That's part of it. But words do not carry as much weight as actions. We've, we've known this. We all know this. We know this as a rule of humanity. It's not just in politics. It's in everything. Okay? So in that way, make your actions felt not just words. And when I say actions, I am not speaking of just freak out mass hostility and protests. I am not talking go the Antifa route. I am talking a civilized reaction, a civilized movement towards, once again, the good things that could come in this country that we had at one point, you know, morality and decency and pride and ambition and discipline and responsibility and all these things that we need to re-embrace very, very quickly, and that we have a chance of re-embracing, you know, under Trump, I think. Certainly not under any Democrat who basically says all those things are bad now. What we need to do is take action in things that we hear and see. We need to say, okay, you know what? If my uh, school is, is, you know, obviously has a teacher or several teachers who are jamming into my student's head, my child's head, that Donald Trump is an evil person, that Republicans are bad people, okay? Don't just get all annoyed and go on social media and say, God, this sucks. Do something about it, okay? Call the school, call the papers, make a stink out of this. Because you need to, we need to. We cannot afford to be silent. We just can't. The whole recent thing with the, the Kellogg's and the LGBTQ you know, push, which is no big surprise. And, you know, again... If you want to hear my stance on this, you can go back. I did an LGBTQ uh, dedicated podcast as to how that that movement has become something else. It's not about equality anymore. We know it's not about equality anymore. They have more rights than most people at this point. It's not about that. It's about shoving an agenda down our throats, especially from the media's perspective, especially from the entertainment's perspective, especially from that, right? So that then don't buy their products. That's simple. Some people have already said they're not going to. That's great. A lot of times, these uh, vows and promises, they don't last very long. They last like two weeks, and then you're back to buying you know, that stuff. Now, frankly, being um, someone who takes great responsibility in their health and someone who uh, has grown up trying to eat the right things and taking a good look at what's included in our foods, especially mainstream products, a lot of which is crap, Nobody should be eating anything with a Kellogg's label on it anyway, as far as I'm concerned. It's all junk. Do your own research. Take a look at the ingredients in there. None of that should be eaten by humans. A lot of it. You know, seriously. Just who cares? Get rid of that crap. This is just the nail in the final coffin, this LGBTQ thing. Nutrition-wise, political-wise, ignore them. Don't do anything about it. Just get them out. Now, these are just small steps to take. But if a lot of people do them, right? then imagine what we could do. We cannot afford to stay silent. We need to make our actions felt. Write letters to the paper. Now, of course, most papers are left-wing and may not print them all or ever print them, but there's a chance that they may print one or two, just one or two. You know, Write letters, write op-eds, uh, talk to your friends. Don't be afraid to speak up. I know so many people, so many uh, people who are Republicans or conservatives who are, many times they feel sort of beaten back, browbeaten, suppressed, 
oppressed as they often are in their views. And it starts to, they do fight back at first, but then it starts to get tiresome. You start to feel fatigued because you're constantly fighting it. I know you guys feel it. I feel it all the time. Where at some point you just want to throw up your hands and go, whatever, you're all nuts. And then just kind of go about your lives and not even think about it and not really do anything about it. Now, me, I'm doing this podcast. It's small. I don't have a lot of listeners. I probably never will. I, I, I have a regular job. This is not something I, I dedicate a huge amount of time to. But it gets a message out there. Some people listen. Some people spread it around. I'm trying to do what I can to try and bring some semblance of sanity back to this country. It's just it's something small. You could do the same thing. You know, you could start your own podcast. You could call into radio shows. You know, you could just make your voice heard. These are actions. Yes, they're words, but they are actions. You're using your words in an action. You're not just sort of, you know, talking to your friends in a little in a room and leaving it there. You're getting it out there. These are all actions that you can take. If you are involved in any sort of local organizations or anything like that, and they are decidedly left to spend, and you've sort of been, you know, ignoring it, you know, and say, well, this is the way of things. Everything is, you know, leaning liberal. Everything is leaning left. Well, then, you know, stand up. Say, well, no, I, I think there's other ways to do this. I think there's other ways to think. Okay? I think that the entire planet does not have to think this way. Stand up and be counted. The more that they see us acting, acting out, the more that they see this, the more worried they're going to get. And the more we will prove to everybody that we are not some tiny minority and that Russia didn't steal away the election in 2016 and that it wasn't just the electoral college that got Donald Trump elected, okay? We need to make it very, very clear that we are here and we will not be silenced. We will not be oppressed. We will not be suppressed. Our views will get out there somehow. We have to make a stand. Right here and now. 2020 could be a tipping point. All right? We, we did it in 2016, but it's another climax is coming. And let me tell you, complacency has also set it in a lot of ways. Look at our Republican lawmakers and, and politicians. So many of them are not doing anything right now. They're just not. They're sitting on their hands and doing absolutely nothing. Even during this critical impeachment mess, they're still not doing much of anything. And a lot of people are angry about this. But that's a complacency that I see in a lot of people on the right-wing side. They're sort of saying, well, we won. You know, we, this, we got 2000. We're, we did it. We overthrew the evil liberal regime and we're good. But we're really not. This is an ongoing battle. Okay. And as for those do-nothing Republicans at this point, I, I don't want to defend them. But I do want to make something clear. Imagine that you are, you know, put yourself in their shoes. Yes, you are supposed to defend the president. You're supposed to defend your party. You're supposed to defend America and stand up for what you believe is right and what, and what you're paid to do. You're a politician. You should be acting, right? However, bear in mind that their political careers stretch well beyond Trump. Whether Trump, or many of them do, some of them are very old, but uh, whether Trump wins another four years or not, a lot of these guys are going to continue going on down the road. And your political career, your reputation... Uh, has a lot to do with your future success in that field. And I think a lot of them are a little worried about how the reputation will be perceived um, down the road, especially if it shifts back to Democrat, you know. And yes, that's a lot of self-serving. That's a lot of, oh, I'm scared. 
But you have to admit that that fear would be there. You also have to admit that when you are fighting a seemingly invincible opponent because they have the media on their side at all times, you are often reluctant to endanger your career and your reputation by constantly fighting back and pushing back against that seemingly invincible opponent. The press, uh, Hollywood, the, the fact that the liberal regime gets all the attention, all the promotion, you know, it's splattered everywhere. And if you push back against that as a, uh, you know, an opponent, as a Republican standing up, it, again, it's it's dangerous. It's risky. So you have to at least accept that this is something that they are facing. I do agree that they should do it anyway. S you know, step up, grow a spine. I understand. I'm just trying to also put myself in their shoes and understand what they're facing sort of on a daily basis. And again, I'll bet fatigue and complacency have uh, impacted them to some extent. This whole, you know, election period that's coming up in this next year needs to revolve around activity, not around complacency, fatigue, or just mere words. This needs to, we need to really make a big noise. And again, I'm going to repeat this because I know I have to. I am not advocating violent uprising because that is not what this country is about. It's not what it should be about. It's not what civilization should be about. And we don't have to. With our numbers, and with our ability to, you know, we have access to the internet, we have access, to, we have rights, we still do, believe it or not. We need to take advantage of those rights and push forward as best we can in a civilized, intelligent manner that says to everybody, no, we're not taking this anymore. We're not taking your underhanded tactics. We are not going to tolerate your divisive and hateful rhetoric. We are not going to stand for any of this. We're done with this. And we're not going to stand idly by and let you take another run at power because all you want is power and control. You want socialism in this country. We don't want it. No, we don't. That has not been proven to work anywhere on the entire planet. That's it. No, we don't want it. You know, it leads to misery and destruction, as does globalism. We want nationalism. We want capitalism. We want that which once made this country great, along with the strides that we have taken that have made things better. Yes, we have taken strides in terms of equality, and we have taken strides in terms of, especially, you know, gender and race equality. You know, in the workplace, it, we have taken those strides. If we blend that with the ideals that we use to build this country, rather than going further down the insane liberal path, we will be in a very good position. We can reattain our glory as a country, as a leading country, instead of you know, circling the drain, which is really, unfortunately, what we have been doing. Look at the education system. It's a mess. You know, the under Obama, what skyrocketed? Well, welfare and assistance, not much else. We didn't do anything else. That's what happens under liberals. Nothing happens and tons of money gets spent on, you know, trying to fix the problem. You throw money at a bunch of people who don't feel like earning it. We're done with all of this. We're done. And we stand up and say, we have to abide by our own edicts. We have to, you know, it's a practice what you preach, right? If we believe in this, then we should not be so quick to take any form of assistance, even when we really, only if we're absolutely desperate, we should get out there, we should work, we should work extremely hard to, for ourselves and for our families. If we have faith, we should be not afraid to express our faith. We should go to church, not just say that we are Christians. Okay, these are actions. And these things, they may seem small, they may seem something that only exists in your private life. But when you're outside, or when they can be viewed by other people, that little tidbit has power.
And when you combine it all, it becomes something. It becomes an attitude. And that attitude, and I've said this many times before, is what we have lost in America. The attitude of patriotism, the attitude of togetherness and unity, and just a general good cheer of optimism. Where the hell did that go? You know, how well, it's, it's hard to be optimistic when we're essentially at war with ourselves, you know, but we can put that forward. We need to be the ones with smiles on our faces, with the hard work ethic, with the dedication to our families and to improving ourselves, with the uh, patriotism, which the, the belief that our country can and should be great, that it should not be coddling everybody else, that we should not be playing babysitter to the rest of the world, that it is not our responsibility to do any of that. That if you want to come to this country, by all means, you are welcome. You do it the legal way. You adapt and assimilate and contribute. We're all for it. Always have been, actually. You want to do it illegally, you have something to hide. You're not going to be a contributor. You're going to be a leech. That's the plain and simple truth. That's probably what's happening if you are an illegal. You're already taking. The billions that we have wasted on that are insane, and we can't do it anymore, and we don't have to do it anymore, and we shouldn't do it anymore. We need to say these things. Did you know, and let me let me put this out there, did you know, this is a rule in politics and no one really embraces this, no one knows this, if, it, if a country levies a tax on the people and the majority of the people just say, no, we're not paying that, there's really nothing that can be done. Nothing. The country can't put three quarters of the, of the country, of the, you know, citizens behind bars. There's nothing they can do. You can't arrest them. You can't find them. There's nothing you can do. It has to be a majority. It has to be an overwhelming majority. But if they do that, that's it. There is no tax. That ain't happening. We're not doing that. Take that and run with it. Don't believe that you have to do everything that you're told. If you don't believe in it, if you don't think that this is the right thing for the country, don't do it. Okay? It's like the Kellogg's thing. There are many other brands out there that are doing things that we shouldn't be supporting. You know? Don't buy their crap. Make it simple. Hollywood. We constantly complain that these people are nuts. They say the most disgusting, treasonous things about our president. They promote disgusting ways of life that nobody... These are not alternative lifestyles. They're just pigs. They're promoting this and encouraging it in Hollywood in a lot of ways. Okay, so stop going to the movies. Stop giving them your money. Speak through your wallet, or in this case, take your wallet away. That's how we do this. That's how we act. We don't just, you know, go and complain. We make a point. We make an active point and say, no, this is not going to happen. That is not going to happen. I am not, I don't care, even if, the, even if the movie is not, you know, one of those types of movies, right? I don't give Hollywood any money anymore. I, I, and you know what? It doesn't really matter. As I've seen, I've seen in foreign films, I've seen in independent films, it's so much better than anything that comes out of that crap hole. Anyway, I'm not missing out on anything. Trust me. And I don't need to be browbeaten over the head with their agenda every second. If you don't like that the New York Times and some other places are obviously just sort of liberal propaganda rags at this point, don't buy their papers. Don't read them. If they start getting a little better and start putting out some different, you know, actually starting to be journalists again, by all means read it. Reward that behavior. Reward certain behavior and don't reward others. This is what I'm talking about in terms of action. This is what we need to do. Between now and the elections come the end of 2020, this is what needs to happen. 
It's not just about voting. Yes, we all have to vote. But in the meantime, every single day, do a little something that proves to the world that we are out there and we are not going to stand for what liberals represent. No, we're not. We're not just going to say we don't. We are actively going to resist it, okay, and continue to push forward and to stand up for that which we believe in, right? That would make sense. That's the common sense approach to this, but we have to be active. We have to be vigilant. So please get out there and do that. I look forward to seeing all the actions that we might take in the coming year. And again, by all means, share my podcasts if you like them. They're always free. And I will see you again next week. Thank you.